Hey, Chris, what are you doing? Oh, I'm playing Injustice 2. I'm trying to learn Superman now. Oh, sweet. Who they got voicing him? Uh, they got Tim Daly, you know, like from the animated series. Oh, yeah, sweet. I wonder why they didn't get George Newbern. Well, why would they get George Newbern? You know, dude, he, he voiced Superman in Justice League and Justice League Unlimited. Oh, really? That's cool. Yeah, and he also did video games. Really? Yeah, he did Final Fantasy VII. What? Get ready to overanalyze some popular culture. With Chris Guyton. And James Kelly. This is Licensing Legends. Hello, and welcome to episode two of Licensing Legends with myself, Chris Guyton. And I'm James Kelly. And this is the podcast that calls video game developers out on their bullshit when they license characters. Uh, Today, uh, we're still talking about Injustice 2 uh, because it's still season one. And uh, we're going to talk about the Man of Steel, Superman. We're going to talk about his portrayal in the game. Before we get into doing that, James, uh, you read any good comics lately? Yeah, I just bought Mark Miller's Reborn. It's um, him teaming up with Greg Capullo from Spawn and Batman. And it's this really cool, weird sci-fi fantasy story involving uh, this, this woman dying and going to the afterlife and experiencing what that's like. And like the afterlife isn't angels and clouds in heaven it's this crazy adventure so cool like. dope well check that out mark miller's reborn so before we get into superman let's uh and his like move set and like start breaking down the character yeah. and, and and go off and off on all these weird tangents like we like to do let's like kind of establish like what superman is doing in justice 2 so i kind of mentioned this in the first episode you know in the summary of the of the uh of the game but Superman is an antagonist in this game. He's definitely not uh, a, a hero figure. He's actually mostly seen as like you know an uh, antagonist. You know, uh, in the storyline of Injustice, uh, in the first game, you know he was the main antagonist. He was like being a dick, trying to take over the world. And in this, he's imprisoned, and Kara Zor-El, Supergirl, uh, makes her way to to Earth. And finds out that her, her cousin has been imprisoned and has all of these superheroes against him. And she's, like, trying to, like, free him. And, like, there's all this kind of stuff. Uh, overall, you know, Brainiac is obviously the big antagonist in Injustice 2. But the whole, the, the basic moral uh, quandary in Injustice 2 is whether or not to release Superman. Because he's, like, the only one who can defeat Brainiac. But he's also a giant dick. Um, he's, like, you know. Killing people. I'm pretty sure this Superman in the last game, he killed, like, Green Arrow, and he killed, like, Shazam. Like, you're looking like... <laughs> James, if you guys, guys could see James's face right now. Yeah, so it's it's always weird when, like, uh, when, when they try to make Superman into a bad guy. Like, the, the, like the, there's only two stories that really do it, and one of them's not, not even... It's not officially Superman. Um, one is uh, Superman Red Sun, which is, like, one of the best Superman... comics you can ever pick up it's also by the great mark miller yeah that's the one where he lands in russia yeah you can actually use okay so in injustice 2 and actually in justice in injustice 1 there was a there was a variant costume that was the red sun costume i should show you this after this so we can check out injustice 1 because i have it too uh but in injustice 2 you know how you there's like the gear system you can change your so yeah one of superman's items is that you can customize is the symbol and you can change it into the red sun sweet yeah yeah cool, yeah right? nice so so superman red sun it's like basically it's superman landing in in russia and like and he he's becomes like the the ideal of the communist and so that's not necessarily like superman isn't the bad guy bad guy right, until right. like the very end maybe spoilers which, which it just depends on like how you want to read that story that, that way um the one where he where it's it's written by Mark Wade, who like anyone who knows comics knows that Mark Wade is the biggest Superman fan of all time. Okay. Like he forgets more about Superman than anyone else knows about Superman. <laughs> and he 
and at the same time though like and he's written some great superman stories like genuine superman stories um like his, his like his favorite comic he ever wrote is um is Superman Birthright? No, but what's the one where what's the one where he wrote? But yeah, but 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 I'm getting to is like he wrote this like for this crazy comic called Irredeemable, and it's basically it's so surprising that like it's like Mark Wade wrote this. It's it's basically this Superman analog character called the Plutonian, who just goes insane. And like the first issue is him going to the Batman character analog's house and Wait, killing. Wait, what was his, the Batman character's name? Um, he, his name is the Hornet. <laughs> and so the Hornet, like he goes to the Hornet's house and the Plutonian like, uses his, his heat vision to kill his wife and his kids. And like he leaves one kid alive and says, you know who I am? I'm a superhero. Whoa. And it's just like, it's just like Plutonian is a monster monster. But at the same time, like the way Mark Wade writes it, you kind of get why he is the way he is. And it's kind of like he's a tragic character. So that's kind of like what they're trying to do with this version of Superman, I feel like. But he just kind of comes off as a dick. Like, his whole thing is like he got tricked into like like letting Lois Lane die. When she was pregnant, that's also something I didn't mention oh, last damn. time. She was pregnant Oof. with their kid. Ooh. So it was like, yeah. yeah, he was like, got tricked into like making Lois Lane die. And then so he goes crazy and he like just, just murders the Joker and starts on this, like, rampage where, like, anybody who goes against him, like... That's some Kingdom Come kind of stuff, like Kingdom yeah, Come, yeah. Like, uh, like, what kind of, like, makes Superman leave Metropolis and that awesome storyline is, like, it's kind of, like, it's it's the backstory that's kind of not, not revealed until later on, but it's, like, uh, is that um, Superman, uh, like, uh, the Joker goes to Metropolis for whatever reason and he just kills everyone in the Daily Planet, including Lois Lane. And so then there's just like Batman and Superman and this new superhero Magog are all looking for the Joker. Joker gets captured and then like Magog kills the Joker. At which point like Superman's like, what? He, you, he killed him. That's wrong. And, and Metropolis is like, yeah, but it's the Joker. We don't disagree with that. Mm-hmm. And Superman just finally, like Magog's just like, oh yeah, who, I'm going to be the superhero of Metropolis. So Superman, if you're man enough, you'll fight me. And Superman just like, Okay, if Metropolis wants. Wait, what is it? Wait, hold on, hold on. I think you skipped over a very important uh, part of this story. What is it? What is this Magog's guy's powers? Uh, Magog, uh, Magog's kind of like he was like basically like it was them like both Mark Wade and Alex Ross, the people who made Kingdom Come, hating like the '90s superheroes. So he's basically like a parody of like Rob Liefeld to superheroes. Like he has like a Rob Liefeld eye, and he's like he has these de- like devil goat horns. And he's uh, and he has like fires laser beams from this like scepter, and that's basically all his powers. That's crazy. I think he sounds like he'd be a cool DLC character. Near the realm. If you're listening to this, put Magog in Justice Two. Yeah, uh, I wouldn't be against it. Yeah, yeah that'd yeah. be cool. Well, yeah, bring in Kingdom Come, more so, Kingdom Come. So but, it sounds like there's a lot of like storylines where like that exist within the comic realm where Superman just turns into a kind of a dick. Yeah, or or Superman like characters. Um, like uh, the the great great. Um, Robert Kirkman, creator of Walking Dead, his his awesome superhero series Invincible, like starts off where it seems like it's basically this the story of what it would be like to be Superman's kid. And oh then yeah, you t- told then, me about that. Okay. And then it turns yeah. out that like the the Superman character Omni Man is not at all that what he seems to be. He is there to conquer Earth. Wow. And so, um, but no, here's some fun facts for you. All right, for you, Chris, like uh. Actually, the first two times that Jerry Siegel and Joe Schuster were trying to make Superman, Superman was the villain of the story. Like he was this, oh, like, yeah. he was this yeah, evil yeah. tyrant yeah. warlord in like in the first one, and basically he was like Nietzsche's idea of the Superman of this like this terrible, terrifying super being that looked down on people. And even when you look at Action Comics number one, like the first cover, like if you don't know in advance, like Superman's a hero, you look at that car- cover, it's like. Is that the bad guy? This is like terrifying. Yeah, dude he's like holding crushing, a car. Like, yeah, yeah, crushing yeah. a car, and like this dude's running away. Now, like because we know that Superman's the good guy, it's like, oh, that's probably the bad guy. But yeah, we don't know that going in necessarily, the first time around, anyways. Yeah, well, that's that. That's well. So, all right, so let's let's look at let's look at Superman's. Let's kind of let's do what we're doing. Let's look at Superman's move list. Let's start with his his uh, his combo attacks because. Uh, some of them, some of them are pretty like, pretty Superman tropey sounding yeah. stuff. We got it's a bird, 
which is like yeah. pretty classic, right? It's yeah, a bird, of course. It's a plan, it's Superman. Hey, let, let, let me stop though. I, I love bringing in trivia to this podcast. Like, so when we get the critic reviews, I'm, I'm sure they'll, they'll just say, stop talking about all this trivia, but I want to talk about trivia. One of the fun things about Superman is like, he is a, one of the most like biggest, like amalgam of like whatever was like cool that some other version came up with that, that got put into the comics. So, Superman's powers made more sense when he first debuted, where it was just like he he just had he, he was just, just had like super strength and flying. And no, no, like he speed, didn't even right? he didn't even have flying. He couldn't fly. He just could jump. No, so, so oh he right, like he could able like to leap tall, leap buildings, tall buildings from a single bound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it was like, and it was was like was that his his powers were like okay. Here's a one like sidetrack. Actually, Superman doesn't have powers. Superman doesn't have superpowers. Wait, what do you mean? He's Kryptonian, and that's just. His na- oh, biological right. nature. So, like, the Flash has superpowers. Flash is a human being that just, like, can run really fast. And that's because he has superpowers. Like, any Kryptonian, like, if you watch Zack Snyder's movies, like, the minute the Kryptonians get on Earth, they're like, whoa, we can do all this crazy stuff. Like, and, but it was, like, originally the idea was that Superman, like, was, like, just, like, Krypton's gravity, like, was his home planet of Krypton. Yeah. Like, Krypton's gravity was like stronger than it was on Earth, and so he was just like, "Oh, this is really light, so I can just jump really far." And I'm like, "This is uh, like." But then it, they decided to make him like I don't know when, but they decided to make him solar powered. Yeah, yeah. Like because that was like but, the, re- but, but the no. yellow sun versus the red sun of Krypton. Yeah. But but like one of the things that they came up with was was like it's in the Superman Fleischer cartoons, the great famous Max Fleischer Superman cartoons, which would be the inspirations for Batman the animated series. Um, it's that those cartoons where Superman flies for the first time, and they oh. just thought like, and this that became the national consciousness. So then was like, okay, Superman flies now. Like it's like, how does he fly? Like that that actually is like one of the things like where it's weird, where like as Superman got more and more popular, and like he just became more and more ubiquitous, they just just grafted on more and more powers. Like in the beginning, he's very just he just is strong and able to jump really high, and is able to run pretty fast. And then like it's like he can fly. It's like okay he can fly it's like he has heat vision okay wait so when was the last time they added when was the last time they added a superpower onto superman do you know oh just like like recently recently wait what do you mean what was it what's his latest power like uh now he like is able to like kind of like self-destruct like do these like sunburst things i think like jeff johns introduced that recently where just like <laughs> it's just like it's like it's just like well like they, well no because there was that issue where he like went to the core of the earth or something like that yeah, recently like, in, the, in the rebirth yeah. stuff yeah so it's like it's just like it just become more and more like well it's like it, in like the very early era like when jerry siegel and joe schuster came up with this like their idea of like really powerful was just you were able to lift cars now like superman like by the 60s was able to blow out suns and just like kind of laugh at, at an atomic bomb being dropped on. I was like, huh, that was something. Yeah, I mean, like, Superman, Superman definitely has, has uh, it sounds like he's, he's definitely just become more and more super as time kind of goes on. Yeah, because exactly. people just kind of, the, like, any new, like, author that, like, gets a hold of him just is like, you know what, let me just, like, you know, add this in. People will just accept it because. Well, well it's also sometimes it's, it's also always like, like, well, is this cool, like, or is this appropriate? Because there's, there's always been times when, like, when writers feel like many fans feel like, oh, he's gotten too powerful. And I was like, there's no tension. Like, where's the tension? Where's the drama? It's like, he's going to get out. He's going to be fine. It's like, he's Superman. Well, see, that's what they did with Injustice. I feel like that's what they were doing in Injustice 2, where they they made the drama internal, right? And I mean, I, even, like, with the, like, the modern, like, the Superman movies that are coming out right now, right? They're trying to make him into this, like, kind of, like maybe he's not such a good car- good guy. Ooh, and that like uh, was what yeah, makes but, him a little scarier or something like well, that. But, Relatable well, maybe. But like the, the good Superman like when when you do right Superman is ultimately the the drama is is when do I stop being Superman? Cuz my dilemma is that every single moment every single moment I am hearing people scream that they need me to help. So I got to make a choice at one point if I'm just going to stop and just try to date Lois. I'm going to have to choose when I'm going to just let that person like fall to their death and not be there. And that's like, that's poignant. That That's drama right there. And you could just like come up with some fun stuff to figure out. But it's like, yes, I do understand like the dilemma of like, 
well, if he's so powerful, he can fix everything in like a blink of an eye. Right. Well, it's like, well, then you got to think of new ways for drama. Like, and that's the like, problem. Like turning him into the antagonist and yeah. having him kill. Exactly. Yeah, th- that's one way. If you try to come up with something along the lines of of that, or or you can do something like, a, like my favorite Superman movie, like, ignoring the live action ones is uh, Superman versus the elite. That is the best. And I, I seriously recommend check it out. I've never seen that. What happens in that one? Um, that one it's, um, it's based off of um, this really popular single issue. It was basically like the elite had become the most, um, no, not the, the elite. Like the real version was the authority it was like a, a really, really popular superhero comic. And like, and like the Superman writer said, like no, 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 like the the authority were pretty bold. Like when Mark Miller took over, I'm, I'm bringing this guy up. I, time, you really time like time. Mark Miller, but no, but um, when when he took over, he 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 did like in the first issue, the authority actually like attacked like a a, a third world dictator, and like said like why would superheroes only fi- deal with like alien invasions? Like we're not going to ignore genocide. We're not going to ignore military corruption and dictatorships we're going to attack the military dictators just like we're going to treat attack like big superhero supervillains which was just like that's really cool but then uh, just like it's like so why doesn't superman do it well this one superman writer decided to take that on and so superman versus the lead is him like really just focusing on political crises and like why it's like no 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 superman's way is the right way Superman's way is like it seems old-fashioned and quaint, but actually that's the right way of not killing the the villains and trying to be as peaceful as possible. Yeah. All right, so let's go. Let's go back. Let's go back to the combos. Yeah, let's, let's go, go back to combos. combos because we didn't we didn't really get your comments on it's a bird. We, I mean, I guess that's pretty self-explanatory. Yeah. But I'm looking at the list right now and I'm seeing like I'm seeing like they kind of took like some liberties. Like some of these make sense, like speeding bullet. Yeah. That's associated with Superman. Faster than a speeding bullet. Remember. The Last Sun, that's associated with the Last Son of Krypton. Last Son of Krypton. Um, but then there's something called the Kryptonite Bash, which Kryptonite. I feel like Superman shouldn't have a move called Kryptonite anything. Yeah. Maybe oh, Kryptonian? Yes, Kryptonian Bash. Like, oh gosh, Kryptonite. Like, oh gosh. The Kryptonite actually, like, it came... It didn't come from the comics either. That came from like a radio show. Like Wait, Super- really? Yeah, like the Superman radio show. That's where like Kryptonite came from. I think that's also where Jimmy Olsen came from. So Jimmy Olsen, like the guy who got sh- the character got shot dead in Man of Steel for literally no reason. Yep. Jimmy Olsen, photographer, obviously. <laughs> well, no, no, no. It was, it was Jenny Olsen. Jenny Olsen is is like the new Jimmy. This woman that like isn't important at all to the plot and doesn't do anything. I like totally Jimmy Olsen. I should. Actually, James, I totally forgot about that character. Yeah, exactly. Well, <laughs> most people forget about that movie in general. Well, we'd like to at least, right? Yeah. Anyways, um, yeah. Oh, gosh, that was so stupid. Jimmy Olsen, like, it's like, why is he a CIA agent and he gets shot? Like, that's it? That's what we get? Well, I mean, there's <laughs> oh. also the fact that uh, Dick Grayson is dead before the uh, series even starts. Did you know that? Uh- was that was that Dick? So, or was it so, or was it Jason Todd? I thought it was supposed to be Jason Todd. So so first of all, that's definitely not okay. Okay, we're just okay. we're gonna go into this just because we're t- this the title of the movie is Batman versus Superman. Yes. But this is something this is something that we really should talk about in the Batman episode. But I'll say it anyway. Yes. Okay. So there in the very beginning in the se- the very beginning the funeral scene. Yeah. Right. There's a tombstone on the. Uh, on the right, lower right, that says if you like, if you see it on like the Blu-ray or whatever, you can yeah. see that what it says on it. It says Dick Grayson. What? Like, or Richard Grayson. Oh like, my god. Yeah. So basically, oh, Dick Grayson oh. doesn't exist in this universe. Zach like at least as Snyder. Oh, Zach, Zach, Zach. <laughs> no. No. making you feel like hate try like hate that uh, movie <laughs> even more yeah yeah, yeah. hate mean, that movie even more oh gosh <sighs> so one day we'll do like a, a like a drunk commentary or something we'll do a deep dive on batman v superman later uh, let's get through these yeah. superman 
um, the Superman combo moves, and then we can start talking about his special moves. Okay. Um, yeah. So, let's see. He's got another move called the Steel Rush. Steel Rush? Okay. Well, that's that's that pretty good. That's a bit too sexual, but okay. You know what? Speaking of Steel... Okay, well, first of all, we could go back into why you think that sounds sexual, but <laughs> the Surgical... Steel, that actually reminds me of, like, Steel actually would be a really dope-ass character to have. Yeah, in. that would be. Yeah. Cool. Like, Here's totally. another suggestion. Okay, so you're hearing that Nether Realm. What was the other character that we wanted? We, we wanted uh, Magog. Magog, and yeah. Steel. Yeah, Steel. Uh, but wait, what? Wait, Steel Rush that doesn't sound sexual. What okay, maybe say? I just have a dirty mind. Now. Yeah, I I think you were. Yeah, I think you're uh, watching Please too many. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No. <laughs> all right, fine. Uh, um, all right, and then Solitude Slam is one. That's cool, actually. I like that. But I feel like some of the, the names for I did had better combo building, names. They're just building off of like the mythology. I mean, it's be, it's so much better than the Joel Schumacher crap we were dealing with yeah last week. I, no, I feel like I feel like the the Poison Ivy ones were a lot more inventive. These seem kind of just boring. Like one of them. Okay, but yeah, boring names. Yeah. One of them is literally called Truth. Truth. What? what just what's Truth. He what's he do? And, and I I don't know. It's left two. It's left two and one. Like so. Okay, so it's called truth. Okay, yeah. It's well, just a, it's well, a basic why, ass combo. This is why people consider. I think it's ridiculous to think this, but this is why people say Superman is boring because it's like th- things like this, which is, it's a boring, like, name list for for the character attacks. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think it's that's like that's kind of what they were going for, right? It's like reinforcing that. I mean, it seems like it. Well, just like they're not thinking. It's like it's like just think of some clever names. Like, come on. Just look at Dragon Ball. All the crazy names they get for, for character attacks in that. Like, come up with something better than truth. Truth for an attack? <laughs> truth is not an attack. I mean, it, it is when it's in a newspaper. If you suddenly had him Clark Kent and said, I'm going to expose you. Here is the truth. That's like some, it's like some Phoenix Wright stuff. Objection! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Think of something. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm kind of disappointed with these. Uh, I'm kind of disappointed with the combo attacks games. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. I've actually, I've actually, I actually don't really play Superman that much. He's kind of like one of those characters that um, is is like a basic character. So like, if you if you're like a beginner, he's like, you know what I mean? Like Batman and yeah. Superman are like the Ken and Ryu of like this game, like right. where you can just kind of pick them up and. Well, I mean, th- but that's kind of also like, I mean, to be to be also like historical that they are like the biggest like archetype so with superman of course and like obviously but like it's the honest truth of the matter 1938 when action comics came number one came out like that was they the debut of the superhero genre period and like superman was like this totally new idea and they and like those two jewish kids from cleveland came up with this whole genre of entertainment right then and there and like every superhero since is like in some way inspired by superman like there, there's obvious ones where we got like the obvious analogs like image comics has supreme by rob liefeld and uh that's a it's actually some really good comics when, when it's like written by alan moore like alan moore actually wrote like comic books for Rob Liefeld, believe it or not. Really? Yes, and cool. like it's 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 a really good run, and like then you get like a, but like yeah, Superman like there there's very famously or infamously the the like Superman like the people when DC like was like Superman is actually one of the most like litigious characters ever. So like, then from the backst- so then I guess that makes sense why, like, you know, they would, like, kind of make him, like, the Everman character. I mean, yeah. also, I mean, because he's also, like, the most recognizable, right? Like, that, yeah. that, 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 that shield, that S symbol, even though now we know that it's not an S, of course, no. if you want to. Yeah. Well, no, that's, <laughs> when that was introduced, like, it was, that's from Superman Birthright. And when it's, like, there, that, like, that's fine. I liked it when it was just a, a family crest. I liked it when it was just a family crest of, like, that was, like, a, actually, that's a fun fact. That's. That was Marlon Brando's idea. Was like wait, wait for the for, in the in the yeah. Superman uh, movies like yeah. in the seventies. Yeah, the seventies Superman movie. He's the one who suggested like, oh well, uh, what if um, the, these uh, chrome I'm wearing? What if I had the Superman S and it's the symbol of 
of the L family. Mm. What do you think, Richard? Uh, what do you say? Uh, sure, sure, whatever he wants. It's Marlon Brando. His dense molecular structure will make him strong. He'll be fast, virtually invulnerable. He will not be alone. And, and, and so Marlon Brando kind of like, okay, this is kind of going back to like another instance where the movie version of the character like affects the uh, later ver- comic incarnations of the character, well, right? I mean, we've already said like that the the cartoon made super, was the reason Superman flies. The radio show is why suddenly this thing called Kryptonite shows up. The Max Fleischer cartoon. Yeah. So, although um, let's the, let's just distinguish that. Did that means did the animated the animated series from the nineties do anything to change Superman? Um, the biggest thing they did was like they changed up some villains, and some of them really stuck. Stuck. Like the biggest one is Brainiac. Where they they basically figured out how to make Brainiac a really cool character that they've kind of now brought in a lot of the his themes and what he does into uh, what what he's like, including probably his appearance in Injustice. But yes. we do have a Brainiac a, a, a episode so, scheduled, yeah. So we'll get so we'll get that. him to him. But a fun fact about I kind of want to debate you into bring into okay. talking about yeah. the animated series because I want to talk about the fact That's that. Awesome. Well, yes, it's actually is really awesome. Um, we also, I mean, we kind of touched on touched on it a little bit last time because we were talking about the Batman anime series and how like the first uh, incarnation of it's not really clear whether or not Superman actually exists in that kind of world, and then later on, like they integrated him. But I do want to mention that Tim Daly, who voiced him in the animated series, also came back and voiced him in Injustice Two. He actually did him in Injustice One also. So, so um, I actually, I actually really think that that's a genius, that's a genius tactic because, like the, the it's like a mark, it's almost like a marketing tactic. It's not because it's like the the demographic for this game yeah. is old enough to have remembered that show, and so like that will like resonate. We're like, okay, this is the voice of Superman for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I feel like changing it to like an, an, another actor. Actually, I don't even know who's voicing Superman now. If they like, there's a modern Superman cartoon going on right now. Well, um, Justice for Justice League. Um, and Tim Daly didn't do Justice League? No, he did not. That was uh, George Newbern. And he's like, oh. yeah. George Newbern's like um, a bit more kind of country when he's Superman. So he's a bit um, more like it's like this is clearly like a Kansas boy. Like he's a farm boy. Whereas um, Tim Daly's is a bit more just kind of like what you think of when you think of like super, like Superman. You think of like the total just hero, pure, clean cut American Aw shucks, nice guy. So George Newborn is more Clark Kent and Tim Daly is more Superman. Even though ironically, like there's barely any any Clark Kent in Injustice League. Yeah, yeah. Injustice League, yeah. yeah. But yeah, yeah, honestly. The Justice like, League is very focused on like the the superhero identities of Oh yeah, absolutely. Like um there, there's only like <laughs> Bruce Wayne only shows up like twice well that that show was actually really designed they didn't want to be they didn't want to really have too much batman in that show because he was already like everywhere you know what i mean well no not just that but like like especially when in like in justice league unlimited like they always had like one big popular character in in every episode but they they really loved like just introducing like hey we got all of these superheroes let's use them yeah all these ones that no one knows and cares about well make them care about those characters yeah and if i mean if they had brought too much batman in there he would have just detracted from like all of those Mm storylines you know and and also like it doesn't it it does make sense for batman to like not really be that involved yeah well yeah it's the way they wrote him wrote him was like yeah it made sense like uh no but um so george newburn's also um in my my favorite Superman movie. He plays Superman in Superman versus the oh, okay. Um Also, uh, if, if you're an NCIS fan, uh, Polly Perrette plays uh, the the hot goth chick from NCIS plays uh, Lois Lane in that one. Oh, cool. Yeah, but uh, no. Yeah, uh, Tim Daly, yeah, that's sweet. Like, I remember, like, one of, one of the things is, like, because we grew up, like, I grew up with the DC Animated Universe. I recently met... Um, Bruce Tim and got him to sign something for me at uh, San Francisco Comic Con, so that was sweet. And I got co- said like, "Thank you for giving me all the my childhood superheroes." I was like, "Yeah, sure, that's cool, awesome. yeah." And that was sweet, but um, <laughs> like, but like, like for Kev- when it, when it, when I read a Batman comic and like when I'm like reading it aloud, it's like I instantly like become Kevin Conroy's voice, and so I don't even like think about it. And it was like a long time before I really like thought, "Yeah, Kevin Conroy is my Batman." 
Absolutely. And like Tim Daly, yeah, that's my Superman. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. it's just like that's the way I think of those characters. Right. Right. Like for their voices at least. But yeah, and so and so and so like it's kind of like it's like I kind of would be upset if if I was like, hey, these guys are around. Like if 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 you don't get Tim Daly to voice (laughs) Superman, it just it feels or George Newbern at least. It's like it feels (laughs) weird. Yeah. It's weird. Like yeah, I, I I mean I think at this point, yeah, you're right. Like the, as long as these guys are alive, like I, for me, Tim Daly is definitely my Superman. Mm-hmm. As long as these guys are alive, like, and I really would prefer that they at least try to get Tim Daly in any super game yeah. that they would put Superman in. You totally. know? Oh, um, hey, let me drop drop like some crazy okay. like a like kind of like video game fact though. So so George Newbern is is of course mo- known for playing Superman, but He's also famous for playing a very, very different video game character that's also almighty powered, Sephiroth. Oh, really? Yeah. He goes from playing like total nice like Superman to Sephiroth. Just, I will end this world. And just like, it's like, this is Superman? Like, like when I found out about it, I was like, he does not sound anything like Superman. That's awesome. That's a, that's a cool. That's a cool little uh, fun fact for me. All right, okay, let's yeah. let's let's think. Let's, let's look go at, back to Superman. Let's though. look at Superman's special moves. Okay. Yeah. All right. Like this is again. I'm dude, James. I'm looking at this. This is like. I mean, it's it's boring. It's not. And like the character is not boring though. Yeah. He's. I mean, he's got. So he's got like you know the air, the dashes and all that kind of stuff. He's obviously got the heat vision. Okay. That move is actually really just like. It's 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 actually really annoying uh, yeah. in gameplay because the meter burn version of it, if you're even if you're blocking, it'll it'll uh, do damage on you and push mm-hmm. you back. Yeah. So like a lot of Supermans that play online, they'll kind of like zone you out that way. Yeah. And it's like, it's it's super fucking frustrating. But yeah. when did Superman get the heat vision? Do you know? Uh, no, no, no. That's like that's like one of the ones that where it was just like I have no idea where they came up with that. I it, it's weird because like. I, it's right there with like ice breath. I'm just like, where, when did they come up with that idea? I was like, okay, whatever. whatever. Ice like, breath is another move in the game. Well, sweet, actually, sweet. he's got so the the he's got the super breath move, but if you meter burn it, it turns into an ice breath, and you're right, the nice. character gets yeah. frozen. Yeah. So so you don't know when either of those two got existing. Mm, I, I if I could just putting it out there just as a guess, like okay. probably like total like uh, Kurt Swan. 50s, 60s era, golden age, okay. silver age, super, super, Superman era. Okay, so somebody listening at fact check James and get back to us. Licensing yeah. legends. Tell at, me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. T- t- totally school me and tell me how much of an idiot I am. <laughs> Licensing legends at gmail.com. All right. Hit us up. Hit us up. Okay, so another one, another one he's got is the lockdown launch. Now, this one is like, he just. He like straight up like um, grabs you into the air and like kind of like tosses you back down. The meter burn version of it is I guess he tosses you down harder or something. Yeah. Um, seems kind of similar to the way I've seen him fight like in all the cartoons and like yeah. everything that I've watched Superman. Well, it's like it's it, man, like just uh, uh, like that's the thing. Like Superman is just like s- capable of such awesome fights and just and like Zack Snyder at least got that right. Like it's like. Like when you compare, like it's it's so interesting. Like uh, the Superman movies of of you you get like like the old uh, the old seventies uh, yeah. ones with Christopher Reeve. Yeah, the seventies Christopher Reeve. You know what? Ones are... I actually I actually do need to say something about okay, that yeah, too because sure. I we I actually we, we, you touched on uh, Marlon Brando a little bit um, yeah. playing a Jor El, and that's uh, so crazy that they got Marlon freaking Brando to just be like, okay, I'll do it. I'll do you, Superman. Like that, those movies actually like I'm pretty sure that's like what introduced me to Superman. Yeah. Like as a kid. Like the 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 first two are like really just yeah just pure awesome Superman. Although check out Richard Donner cut version of Superman two. Yeah. Like like that version is so so good. Yeah, the, the other version's like okay. It just it's. I, I like Superman 1 and 2. Yeah, I, yeah. You yeah know, Superman 1 and 2 are great. No problem great. with those. Yeah. 3, uh, not so much. Quest for Peace. Uh... <laughs> Let me... Like, that is, like, where Superman is a dictator in that movie. And, like, 
Alan Moore did that, and like they played it the right way, in like in his great take. That's another like great like it's it's sort of like it's kind of like like a Alan Moore's Miracle Man. Like it's now just called Miracle Man, and his name's not on the credits for the reprints on of Marvel Comics. But like there, it's just like like Superman goes to the United Nations, says like. I have thought it over, and I have decided to remove the, the world of nuclear weapons. I was like, and everyone applauds. It's like, um, what? Uh, like, so you think, like, Soviet Union is just going to be like, yeah, we're okay with that. Israel, like, are you okay with me taking away your nuclear weapons? Yeah, for sure. Like, America? Yeah, yeah. Take away our nuclear weapons. Take away our problem. Well, I mean, like, you think <laughs> that they're just, like, conceding to the fact that Superman could... Just kill them or something? I, I don't well, know. Well, or maybe it, just people it, just it, love it, Superman it, so it, much in those like, movies? I guess so. We're just like, it's like, it's just the blind, like, like innocence of like, hey, um, like, I know, like, nuclear wars on everyone's mind right now, but like, this is not, this is not how to tell it. Although that movie is like hilarious when you like look at like the, like the backstory of it. It's just like, it's, oh gosh, like, so... Like, the people who, who bought the rights to the Superman movies, the Salkins, it, it was still before Superman and, like, DC Comics was owned by um, Warner Brothers. So that's one of the reasons why, even though it was ultimately produced through Warner Brother movies. Like, the Salkins were, like, geniuses in that they saw, like, hey, this, like, Superman comic book, this, like, juvenile thing. And, like, keep in mind, like, when they bought the rights to Superman, everyone thought of, like, Adam West TV show. It was like something to, to laugh at. They thought like, no, no, this can be James Bond. This could be a big money-making franchise. So they were awesome in those regards. And they thought like, we could make a big franchise out of that. But then like where they're just awful is that then they just like, they knew that they had the franchise. They were just like, milk it for everything it's worth. In integrity? What's integrity? So just like immediately like by the third movie, like Warner Bros. like, we're not making the, giving you half the money for this. So it was like, okay, we're going to go to Golan Globus, this total B movie studio. And like, and Golan Globus says, we're making a Superman movie, investors. And then they immediately get some money, enough money to make a Superman movie. And they divert all the money for the Superman movie into all these other movies they're making at the same time. What was one of those movies? <laughs> Masters of the Universe. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, you know that great classic He-Man movie that's five minutes of He-Man, then suddenly goes to Earth for the rest of the movie. Yeah, that movie. <laughs> I don't think I've ever actually seen that. Yeah, but just like that—that's that, all I've heard is like it's like it's like it starts off like this lame, but like it's like it's it's a He-Man movie and it takes place in Castle Grayskull and all the stuff you expect a He-Man movie to do. Then suddenly they're on Earth. Like what? And like the rest of the movies on Earth. Until the very end of the movie again. It's like, can we just be in the fantasy world the entire time? Could have no. been could have been the fact that there was a no limited budget. budget. Yeah, exactly. That's why. It's just like it's like get a bigger budget before you agree to do something like this. Yeah, so like uh, but no, and that, but no no, but going into a bit of like Superman's like history and like in movies, like then you get to like the most forgotten Superman movie of all time, thankfully, Superman returns. Like for all the bad things you can you can say about Man of Steel, it's not like just straight up boring like Superman Returns. Like that movie I remember walking out on. I, no, I didn't walk out on, but like I remember it was just like it was like I walked out and I was like, that was boring. I I like Superman Returns, but I also just like I went into it expecting and I, I know like people are gonna go, boo, you like Superman Returns, fuck you. I, I, you know, I went into that movie expecting a sequel to Superman 2, and that's what I got. And, and, yeah, you know, but, I mean, like, oh gosh, I mean, like, that is just like, is so, like, forgettable. Like, there's, n like, I have a photographic memory when it comes to movies most of the time. And, like, I was just like, I was trying to remember most of it. I was like, man, like, I, I remember it, but it's like, it's like, it's so forgettable. It's like, so, just like, in one ear, out the other ear, and there's like Superman just moping the entire time, and all he does is, all he does is lift things. The whole climax is him lifting up a big rock of kryptonite. Like, that's what I do. Like, come on. Whereas, like, at least it with, like, that was like what I loved about Zack Snyder with Man of Steel, at least. And let me be clear, Man of Steel actually is 
decent. I liked Man of Steel too, yeah. but I'm also, you know what? Honestly, I'm just kind of a, just a, I just like Superman. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I like Superman too. Yeah. So wait, so, so wait, I'm hold on. Man. I I have to I have to go back uh, off tan uh, off topic because I'm just like really intrigued by this Master of the Universe movie because I've never actually seen it. Is this the one with Dolph Lundgren as fucking He-Man? Yes, and an early Courtney Cox pre-Friends when she was just like, just getting into Whoa. Friends. Yeah. Oh, and uh, I think, oh, I'm forgetting that Frank Langella is, um, is uh, Skeletor. That's unbelievable. Okay, so, so all right, all right, all right. So, right. so, so what we're saying is like, this could have been a really good movie if it had like been given the Conan the Barbarian budget. You know, uh, they're actually making another one. They're making a new one. Yeah, well, well, now they could. Act, I mean, I'm not a fan of He-Man at all, but like, like that—that's totally like something that you can make a good movie out of if you like actually have a decent enough script and decent enough money. Knowing what what Hollywood is nowadays, it's probably going to be one of those. Probably. All right. All right. Let's see, let's go back to Justice. I just I had to go back. Yeah. Because I was like, wait a second, I've never seen this movie. Anyway. Well, uh, pretty much everyone will tell you, including me, who has never seen it. Like, we don't, probably shouldn't. Don't watch it. Yeah. Uh, all right. So Superman. I mean, Superman in, in Justice Two. He's really got. We've kind of gone through most of his move lists. Um, actually, mixed up the lockdown launch with the rising grab, but we explained what that was earlier. The lockdown launch is actually where he like he like trips you up and like makes you go flying in the air, so you can do like combos. One of the combo best combos you could do is like launch him up, and then. Uh, Go into like a flying punch where you can like meter burn for like three hits. He's kind of like, in case you're wondering, he's kind of imitating it a little bit. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Like but, fire, uh, fire, hey, pow, hey, pow, hey, pow. Hey, hey, hey. Let, let, let me ask like for the, like, let me ask if they got this character now for, for once. Uh, did they got General Zod in this game? Uh, Zod was actually in the first game. Okay. All right. He okay. was in the first game. We can play the first game if you want after this. Well, because well, that's like, it has one heck of a character. That's interesting because like he, he he basically was like was not really a comic book character. I mean he was, but he wasn't like at all what he was until like those movies came out. And then like even now it's like he wasn't he's never really been used that much in the comics. They've they've tried each time. And it's just like But didn't eh. they, he wasn't Superman too? But yeah, like where it's like it's really an interesting case where he's basically more of a movie villain than he is a like a and like He's been in like TV shows, but he, he hasn't really been in the comics, actually. Strangely enough, what was? Did anybody ever play General Zod on the Adventures of Lois and Clark? Oh, that's a good question. I have no idea. Ooh, yeah, did you ever watch that show? Uh, I watched. I, I feel I like I watched it. a little bit of it when I was a kid, but I like don't really remember it that well. I remember seeing an episode once. All I, all I know about that show is like that everyone loves. Terry Hatcher as Lois Lane, and she is, like, everyone's favorite Lois Lane. Yeah, I mean, I don't... You know, actually, fun fact, you ever watch the Supergirl TV show? You watch the new Supergirl I, TV I show? I watch it. I, I, I really want to watch it. So, first of all, it's okay. Second, uh, Dean Cain plays Supergirl's dad on that show. Oh, that's sweet. That's nice. That's nice. Yeah, nice touch. But I mean, like, uh, yeah, there's... I, I haven't watched Smallville, either. To be honest, like I've watched like an episode or two. I didn't like Smallville, yeah. and I know that's controversial or yeah. something. But I tried watching it, and I was like, I just don't understand like why some of these characters are where they are. Yeah. It's like it's kind of like Gotham. It's kind yeah. of like how I feel about Gotham, where it's yeah. like, it. I mean, like the first season of first of all, okay, the first season of Gotham was like just kind of like why would why would you do any of this? <laughs> and then like the second season come turn comes and in, turns into like the the Jim Gordon show and it's good, but you have to just like completely abandon like anything you know about the characters. Yeah. And I, that's kind of how I felt about Smallville when I tried watching it. Yeah. You know, well, I mean, actually, you know what? I have a funny story about this. So when I was in high school, I, I had a, a, a math teacher. I cannot remember his name for the life of me, but uh, one, the first day of class, he like decided that he wanted to tell the students like, more about himself yeah. and uh like he goes what's my favorite tv show and we're like i don't know we just fucking met you homie and uh he lifts up like a book a novelization of the death and return of superman oh. 
And I was like, and I said, The Adventures of Lois and Clark? <laughs> and he goes, No, Smallville. And I was like, But Smallville has nothing to do with Superman. Yeah. It's like, what? Oh. I don't know. Can we talk about that? For a second? Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about that. that that's like, that is a. Uh... Like that—that that is like one of the most like amazing stories, like of just like how a comic book gets made and why it gets made and everything about it, like a, like the death of Superman and like his return and everything, is just like a pure example of like both marketing desperate market market desperation and also like just editorial mandates. Of that, like, Death of Superman came about because partially because, like, Superman it, sales are lagging because now, like, there's Image Comics and Image Comics are cool and they're selling well. And then it's just like, it's also like they, they, the writers of Superman want to, like, write Superman, like, they're playing this year and, like, oh, we got this year of stories that we're going to do and it's going to lead up to Superman getting married. It's like, uh, you can't do that because Lois and Clark has to do that first. And uh, they're not doing that till the end of the season next next season. So you got to wait a whole year to do that. So it's like what? And so like they, they was like, well, you got to come up with some new stories, guys. And like so suddenly they had to figure out like, okay, what are we gonna do? What are we gonna do? And like at one point, one guy just said like, let's just kill him. And then they're like, what? I was like, I'm like okay, like how we're we gonna get like uh, some big like Lex Luthor doing this one evil scheme that works? Like what we just have this one big fight where Superman fights this other guy and uh, he dies at the end of it, along with the <laughs> guy that he fights. It'll, and it's like, it's like, okay, sure. And then I was like, oh, and then we could like have a like a whole year's story of these like villain Supermans, right? And then like at the end of it, we'll have the real Superman come back. It was a it was a marketing tactic in order to sell more comic books. Yeah, but like unfortunately, like. In like a year. Unfortunately, like it, it, it sold so well. It and worked, got, and, and it and it like got so much media attention that when Superman came, but like, but no, but everyone treated it as like this is it, like this is a Superman, like Superman's never coming back. Yeah, like, yeah. I was like, no, Superman's coming back, and like that's like when everyone like really like for the first time like mainstream me. I was like, oh, comic books like ripped me off. I was just like, I I want Superman to be dead, like, and that was it. But it worked. It sold a ton of comic Oh, yeah, books. it worked. But, like, it was, like, it was a total, like, it was a brilliant scheme. It totally worked. And, like, they tried to make a movie out of it. Kevin Smith, very famously and infamously, tried to make a movie, or at least was hired to write a movie based on that on that years of comic. And then it, they made a great documentary about it. <laughs> Update. Uh, there was no, never an appearance of General Zod on uh, Lois and Clark. Okay. Nah. I think he he was really just in like those uh, those Superman two and uh, Man of Steel and then uh, uh, he's in Smallville he was in... like he's like a oh, big, he's, yeah. he's a big villain in Smallville like 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 that's one of the only things about Smallville I know is like is that he ends up like possessing Lex Luthor and like and then like fights Clark Kent. I don't understand why Lex Luthor is even uh, all right. You know what? Yeah. Well, why is he in Smallville? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Like that. Well, well, no, but that, that, that's like classic. Su- su- that that is like, that's like from like the wacky parts of, of Superman's history. But it is like fun. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's like I, I can't even give completely a straight face as I say this. Is why Lex Luthor hates Superman is that Superboy and Lex Luthor both grew up in. This comes in the fifties, if you can't tell. They grew up together in in Smallville, Superman's home, and there's a freak accident that causes Lex Luthor to go bald, and that's why Lex Luthor hates Superman. That's the original reason why. <laughs> that's the original reason why <laughs> he hates Superman. Lex Luthor actually was a character in Injustice uh, 1, and they, they, he's one of the characters that they removed along with Zod and like Lobo. and yeah. They removed Lobo? Yeah. Hmm. Batgirl too. I'm really sad about that oh. one. Well, yeah. Well, well, you gotta introduce, le- some, some, introduce some new characters, I guess. Luthor in the first game actually had like a, uh, he had like a a, a a suit of armor. Yeah. Well, that that's what they've like since like the '90s. That's like Jeff Loeb. Yeah, up exactly. With like ideas for 
for making like Lex Luthor actually fight Superman. Yeah, like, like I, physically I, fight him. I kind of, you know, I always, I never really liked it when Lex Luthor suited up and fought Superman. I just kind of want him to just be like a fucking. Like the man in the ivory yeah. tower or whatever you want to call him, you know what I mean? Well, yeah, it's the perfect foil. I control everything in this town, Superman. Your cooperation is not really necessary. The offer was merely a courtesy. You will never control me, Luthor. Never! Yeah. So, uh, to Superman. Well, I mean, that, that's interesting. Like, that's also another example of, like, just, like, they, them deciding, like, like certain ideas of, like, re reimagining and redoing was, like, Superman... Superman's like always been a reporter, although at one point he was a TV reporter for some reason. <laughs> like Lois Lane stuff, or not Lois Lane? Uh, who am I thinking of? April O'Neil. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, really. Yes, yes, and like, uh, but, but yeah, like in the eighties, like, like Lex Luthor was like an evil scientist for so long, and then like in the eighties they decided to make him corporate businessman, like a business yuppie, and that's what he was. As evil business tycoon, that, that's kind of like what what's mostly stuff yeah, from now. Did Luthor originally have hair though? Oh yeah, yeah he did. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but then like also like what like we said like Superman originally didn't fly, so. That's true. Yeah. All right, well James, we've been talking for fifteen minutes. Awesome. So that's our show. Uh, so all right, so we talked about Superman's moves. We talked about how he's portrayed in the in the game, and it seems like Superman's been portrayed like kind of like a, a dickhead uh, quite a bit. Uh, so James. You think Superman's uh, pretty accurate in Injustice 2? You think he's pretty a pretty accurate representation of Superman? You don't make me say it, please. Like, like I'll, it's it's I'll, I'll I'll defend it this much. I'll say like it is one hundred percent a legitimate story, and like they establish that this is not like your regular Superman. This is a Superman that has gone evil. Right. This is a Superman that's gone astray. In that sense, they're not like off, and they haven't like gone like weird with poison ivy of like making this character that doesn't fight fight and they're also like coming up with these plant powers but no but the, they've actually come up with like they've stuck to his power set and they've just given him a reason to be behave the way he behaves that said like come on like that's not superman like that's but there's like you know there's the but, multiverse there's like this, yeah. this world this world exists as one of them the, yeah. the, the the version of uh, of Earth that we're on in Injustice Two is like some it was established as being like an alternate Earth in the first game. All right, yeah. In that sense, then yes, it is accurate. Cool. You got me to say it. James approves. I approve. Oh no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I approve for the story. Yeah, yeah, it's a good story. Yeah, that's a great story. Yeah, go All for right. it. Yeah. All right. Well, that's our show, guys. Thanks for listening to Licensing Legends. We'll be back next week where we'll be talking about the Joker. Why so serious? And you might like my best joke. <laughs> Is that that's all right? It's pretty good. All right, guys. Peace. <laughs>